Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, our very special guest is Karamia Bacciocci, and we'll be talking about hope on a mission, but not until after these very important messages, so stay right where you are. I will not move. After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I want to welcome our listeners back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm in the studio with my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and you are now allowed to speak, Jonah. Thank you. (laughs) We'll let you out of the cage. I have to tell you, that's a very dapper bow tie, so you're getting into this kind of new style. Well, you know, in radio, when I started, the announcers dressed properly. In fact, in the golden days of radio, they used to wear... The year of the flood. That's right. They used to wear tuxedos. (laughs) Announcers wore tuxedos Yeah, they did. They dressed... They got all dressed up, even though you couldn't see anything. But, you know, it makes you sit up straighter, I think. That's right. When you feel like you're on... And uh, you're dressed up properly. That's Nowadays, right. they, you know, they come in in their pajamas. Don't give it away. <laughs> I've Don't give seen it away. It, what, I've what, seen what, it. What happens anyway, radio. Pajamas on. We have a wonderful guest, <laughs> by the do. way. We do. We do. And we're going to let her jump in here. Karami um, Bacciocci. She is talking about a very compelling program that she founded called Hope on a Mission. And the uh, initials for that, which is part of the logo of this organization, is H-O-A-M, Hope on a Mission. So welcome to Radio Rotary, Karamia. Thank you. How are you doing? We're great. So, Karamia, what is Hope on a Mission? Hope on a Mission is a ground-level ministry to meet the needs of homeless, addicted women in the streets of Poughkeepsie. Now, that's That's that's, a big mission. Well, you know, it it does. It seems like a big mission, but it seems like maybe it's just a very narrow focus. How many people are we speaking about, Karamia? Uh, I go out on Saturday nights, and I serve anywhere from 5 to 15 people at a time, and that's one night a week for a two-hour period. There are far more than that. Okay. So you're out in the community, and you're engaging with homeless people, and you you open your trunk. What's in the trunk? Water bottles, um, primary needs for women of the street that are addicted are um, personal care items, uh, panties and socks, uh, hairbrushes, just the things Basics. that you use every single day when you get up and take a shower are the things that these women need because they don't always have a place to take a shower. Oh, boy. Um, so we keep on stock baby wipes, which we part and partition out into baggies. We have uh, women who sit at home and take a big old ma- box of baby wipes and separate them out into baggies so we can hand out. Um, these women have transient lives, and uh, the things that they get today, they don't necessarily have tomorrow. So now, it's all temporary stuff. Karamia, um, what age ranges are these women who are living on the streets in Poughkeepsie? 17 to 60. Wow. wow. Oh, and have boy. you seen an increase in number of uh, 
homeless women when as the economy has soured? No. The population has been pretty steady in the 30 years that I've been acquainted with it. Um, you know, different. It's generally when uh, drugs, there's a, uh, back in the 80s, crack was out and uh, it was a big thing. And that's caused a lot of homelessness. Um, the addiction to the drug itself, not the drug, but the addiction and, and what, how it ravages lives. And uh, right now we're dealing with the prescription drug. That's that seems to be the whole new wave. As, as well, uh, yeah, they're handed out like candy at the doctor's office, or they have been. There's legislation and other things that are happening now that are keeping that lower. But the reality is that we're you know over medicating people to way too early, and, and they're trying to start registries and things like that that are more centrally located. I understand. I believe we had a guest on that. I don't want it to go right. yeah. but there there are efforts to try and control the flow. A prescription drugs to the, to the public, and then people take um, take them from your parents' medicine cabinet or whatever. Young people, for example, and sell them. I mean, people will sell the individual capsules. Is that oh, absolutely that? right? Like and it doesn't have to be a ca- tablet. A, it doesn't have to be a kid <laughs> selling their parents' medication. It can be an adult child selling her parents' medication or his wow. parents' medication. It's that we're human beings and we're vulnerable to all sorts of poisons, and that's one of them. Yeah, we also um, And they're also, highly addictive. That's yeah. that's the other piece. Yeah. They're opiates. There's also an increase in heroin use. Heroin's become well, very cheap. Once you, once you can't get a, a stash of pills anymore and sell them in the street then you're or buy them in the street because the expense is higher than that of buying heroin, so... People move to Isn't heroin because it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Can you imagine that? But these oh. women are these women are trapped at the at the dark end of that, where right. they've lost their home, their children are in in foster care or in the, under the uh, care of CPS. They're CPS in being what? Child Protective Services, right. okay. Through uh, the Department of Community and Family Services. Um, so the children are have been pulled because addiction takes your your willingness and ability to make a choice away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once, once you become addicted to to um, drugs or alcohol, and you you slowly settle for less every mm-hmm, day, mm-hmm. you accept that this is what my life is going to be. Let's make the best of it until you're actually living in the street. And so you know so much about this because oh, I lived it firsthand. Okay, really, this is from the voice of experience. Yes. Now I got to tell people. I just got that. Of course, vibe you can't you can't her. see Karamia on 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 radio. You but can't believe that she's uh, a very attractive young woman who's uh, dressed in a business. Suit, you think she just came out of the banking industry? So, Karamia, tell us. Except she has snappy red shoes on. Oh, does she? Okay, <laughs> I can't see that I under noticed. the table. Besides Sarah. her wonderful aura. Well, we're gonna we're um, gonna we're gonna hear a little bit now from our guest, Karamia Bacciochi of uh, the Hope on a Mission. How she decided to get involved in this uh, from personal experience. Uh, how much? How much of this was your own life uh, living on the streets? Um, well, back in the 80s, I came to Poughkeepsie from Sharon, Connecticut to attend Chrysler Business Institute. That was, uh, for those who don't remember, that was where you learned stenography and typing. Yeah. It was to become a secretary. Right, secretary school. Yep. Right. Okay. And it was on Mansion Street, and it was a beautiful place. And I was um, about 19, and I had had a very ruckus childhood, uh, mm-hmm. very chaotic at home. Um, there was alcoholism and drug abuse, and it was normal. So I didn't know anything other than that. That was your normal. That was my normal. Right. Um, when I came to Poughkeepsie, I rented a room, and, and I hung out with people that I thought were like me. Mm-hmm. You know, we go to our, you know, you find your, your crew. Right. And right, they right, were right. actually involved in things darker than I 
I had ever been in, but I was a willing participant. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a risk taker. Um, and so I just went completely into hanging out all the time, and I ended up not completing Chrysler, even though it was only a 10-month program. And I was hanging out on the up on College Hill and smoking weed and drinking alcohol and sniffing cocaine with the locals. Mm-hmm. And how and far? And one thing leads to another. One and thing you, leads to another. Your life comes unraveled, or you, what happens? Just well, for I can only speak for myself. Cap, yeah. I can only speak for myself. For me, the draw of the not feeling the hurt and the pain and uh-huh. the disappointment and the disgust of, with what I started doing and becoming was far more attractive than dealing with it or trying mm-hmm. to face it. Um, and again, like I said, I had lived a, a pretty chaotic childhood. So it was a lot easier to just, you know, take a couple of drinks. Cocaine was my drug of choice. Uh-huh. So that's what made to me kind of feel better than... soothe everything, yeah, soothe Yeah, well, to make it go away, to uh-huh. just disappear, run away from gotcha. it. It was gotcha. a runaway. And um, it took me to other places. Um, eventually, what happens, though, is it starts out being your friend, and you have a love affair, and then you need that. Then you right. need it. Then it's a crutch. Right. And, and then, then it becomes... Yeah. Oh, it's beyond a crutch. Then it becomes your lifeline. Gotcha. Wow. And what so brought how you long- out? Yeah, how long did this go on, and what led you into recovery? Um, I was in and out. I was in and out of um, jail for three months, for three years. Sorry, uh, from eighty-seven to ninety, I was um, committing crimes to feed my habit, um, which is not an unusual story. Not at all. No, nope, not at all. Um, I started out as a booster, uh, which is shoplifting. That's what I did. I went into grocery stores or. Marshalls and just mm-hmm. walked out with stuff. But eventually, it turns on you. Yeah, it catches up. Yeah, and um, so I was getting arrested a lot, and there were people in the in the Dutchess County Jail System and in um, the probation department that care. Right. And were well, it's trying, a calling, really. And they were There's trying jobs. to push me to do something, make a, make a different choice, but I, I wasn't there until about 1990. Um, I found myself standing on Main Street of Poughkeepsie with everything I needed to to run away from my own brain, and, and I was just disgusted, and I didn't want to do it anymore. And I called a friend, and I went to St. Francis Hospital, and I said, uh, if you don't keep me here, going to the bridge Mm. and they locked me up and kept me there and that started my first journey into recovery good okay well this is a very compelling story and we're going to find out more about that that journey of karamia bakyochi and uh, the establishment of hope on a mission in just a moment but first let me remind our listeners they're in tune with radio rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on itunes and at radiorotary.org my name is jonah tree boss and my co-host is sarah o'connell our very special guest karamia bakyochi of hope on a mission and sarah who keeps our mission of radio rotary on the air by sponsoring us this week well, Jonah and Karamia, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential business partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional banks, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East, Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, and Highland, New York. And we'll be back with more more Radio Rotary after these important messages. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust, and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. This edition of Radio Rotary, and we, as in Jonah and I, Jonah's joining me, of course, in the studio. Correct, Jonah? Are you going to speak? Well, that was me singing. Okay. No, actually, that's <laughs> no, Jay in the Americas. That's Jay. That's Jay. Well, and I got to do this the way I did this in, in he, college radio. That's Jay and the Americans singing Cara Mia Mine. And have you gotten that out of your system? Yes, okay. I just have. Yes. So, Jay, the wonders <laughs> of the keyboarder and our wonderful engineer, dug up that song because our uh, guest today is Cara Mia. That's Cara right. Mia Bacciocci, who is the founder and um, director of Home spelled H-O-A-M, Hope on a Mission. And for our listeners who are just joining us, she um, does a whole bunch of things uh, to provide services and items for homeless women in the uh, town of Poughkeepsie, New York. And we're going to hear more about this remarkable person. After we say good morning, Karamia. Welcome back to the second half. So, for those who may have tuned in late, tell us again, what is home, H-O-A-M? A.M. Hope, Hope on, on a mission. mission. Yes, what is Hope that? Hope on a Mission is a street ministry at the moment mm-hmm. um, to ser- provide services, which is as simple as, um, you know, dry goods like water, panties. Well, I guess water isn't dry, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dry, necessities. Um, yeah. Necessities. Yeah. Ne- women's, yeah. Necessities. The things that you use every day when you wake up and get ready for your day, these women do not have access to. Because they're homeless. Because they're homeless. They're living and on the because street. they're addicted as well. I mean, uh-huh. you know, some of them, my, my passion is is for the homeless and addicted women to restore some dignity to them so that they can choose to repair and their lives. For our listeners, again, who are just joining us, you were called to this ministry because you are um, of that world. You've that been happened there, to you. You've been there, done that. survived it, yes. Been there, done I survived that. it, and I'm in recovery. Yep, absolutely. Back in the 80s, um, I was, uh, I don't want to say a victim, but I certainly fell victim to the crack epidemic 
and I was homeless and addicted in the streets of the city of Poughkeepsie for three years um, in and out of jails. And you were very brave. You've shared a lot of your personal experiences with us in um, segment one (laughs) in the first half of the program. And it's very compelling and it's very brave of you to to uh, share those experiences. But on a brighter note, here you are today, the um, director of home, Hope on a Mission. And for those people who'd like to hear more about the organization, they have a Facebook page and it's Hope, H-O-P-E, on O-N-A, Mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N. And there's a website. Is that it? Or is it just Facebook? Just page? a Facebook page and okay. um, and a Facebook group right now. So uh, remind us, you go out every night. Uh, for, uh, no, I go out day. every Saturday night. Oh, every Saturday right night. Right now it's just one night a week. All right. And you're d- distributing the, the water and the, the personal items yes. to a homeless women. Yeah. Uh, right? I don't turn guys away. I mean, right. you know, at this point, I've been doing it since July. People are expecting me now. Yeah. People expect me. They look forward to me coming. We've helped three women. Um, we've had one woman get into treatment. Okay. And part of the ministry is to also go into the jails and institutions because once the women are off the street, where do they go? Generally, they get locked up. Right. I'm trying to get a, a way into the jail. Presently, though, on Tuesdays, I meet uh, with some other people from my church, Change Point Church, and we take a sermon into Transitions, which is a uh, part of Project More, okay. Connecticut. Which and Transitions is a, a it's a incarceration alternative. It's where persons who are suffering from addiction and seeking treatment but have a criminal background are housed until they get sent into um, a treatment facility. Wow. Now, uh, are, are there fewer people out on the streets in the winter because people are, take some compassion and, and, and take them in? Or, or we have people Nobody freezing on the sidewalk. In. Nobody takes addicts in. And addicts generally don't want to be taken in. So they're living on the sidewalk even in this kind of cold weather. Well, Dutchess County has Hudson River Housing runs the 60-bed uh, shelter. Okay. Um, but that's full to capacity every night. I was asking, and is that a lot adequate? of the women yeah. won't go there because it's not safe. Hmm. Or they feel like it's not safe, I should say. I don't know that it's... I never took part in the shelter because I never felt like it was going to be safe. I didn't want to sleep in a huge room with 60 people Mm -hmm. and be asleep. Right. That was just too threatening to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So women primarily who do not use the shelter option, um, just, yeah, find a place to stay or not or stay up all night chasing Mm. their drug of choice. Yeah. Um, You know, it's a 24-7 party, we think, until it crashes and burns and then it turns into a job. And it's the hardest, most degrading job on the planet. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you have also, because we, we all, you came to Radio Rotary because you met our producer, Kathy Kruger, who's involved with the Hunger Van. And you're also a volunteer for the Hunger Van. Yes. Well, um, I met a woman named Ruth from Ruth Southern Classic Desserts, and she hooked me up with um, the Hunger Man and the Hunger Van. Um, Wh- whom has been a guest, by the way, on Radio That's Rotary. That's right. Yeah. So just uh, kind of connecting the dots. That's here. right. Yeah. Folks so at home, if you go to RadioRotary.org, type in Hunger Van in our search engine, you come up with another great show about uh, people helping people, like our guest, like Karamia Bacciocci, uh, with her organization, Hope on a Mission, Home. So, so my understanding is you... 
you were volunteering with the hunger van and you were able to tell the people after all this food is prepared. And the hunger van, in a nutshell, is they bring the food to the people right. where they are as opposed to people coming into a soup kitchen. Right. So you were able to identify spots where people congregate. Yes. And so and you where the need is. And where the need is. Yes. And you're, you were kind of like the liaison there. Yeah, networking. Networking. Good for so, you. So <laughs> what kind of uh, help does home on a mission need home need uh, I mean you need the people to help you uh, distribute these things or donations primarily what we need at this point in time is we're looking for um, some storage space to house the donations that we get um, and we need more donations we need donations of water um, little snack packages like you would put in your kids lunch right that's what um, we hand out because that's primarily what people in the street eat along with um, drug and alcohol addiction comes a sugar addiction (laughs) so you always want candy and you know those kinds of things Um, and that's what you eat because it doesn't fill you up but it gives you something and then uh, we also distribute well this time of year warmer clothing Mm -hmm. the long-term vision is to have a storefront on Main Street that will... Um, this ex- is in the city of Poughkeepsie. Yes, in the city of Poughkeepsie, okay. absolutely. That will ha- be set up like a cafe mm-hmm. for women only and staffed by women only to keep the women safe, let them learn that there are decent human beings and loving women to mentor to them so that they can get a spark of dignity left. And then in the back of the cafe, there would be a washing machine and dryer, showers, and cots for naps. What a great idea. What a fabulous idea. And if there are people at home, maybe a landlord who's got a storefront he wants to donate or people who want to donate or just help you out on your Saturday. Or uh, a cargo van. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but who want to help you out uh, on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would they re- get in touch with you, Karamea? Um, at the... Uh, at the Facebook page is where I post the event. The event is every Saturday right. from 6 to 8 p.m. at Main Street at the corner of South Clinton. So I'm always there no matter what. If the girls if the girls are going to be out, I'm going to be out. It's just the way it is. It's my commitment to them because they need they need reliable things in their right. lives. And this is one of the things that doesn't happen. And How do we donate? The Facebook page yeah. is um, facebook.com backslash hope on a mission Capital H-O-A-M. So it's Hope on a Mission, all one word, small letters, and then the last four letters would be H-O-A-M in caps. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because... We're going to repeat that before the close of the show. So if people have items before you're going out on Saturday night, where do they bring them and drop them off? Do you have drop-off points, donation points? I generally just have people meet me right on the corner because really? then they get to, yeah, because yeah. then they get to see. It's gotcha. not as scary. I know that everybody thinks that Maine and Clinton is like, you know, the scariest place in Poughkeepsie. It's it's a scary place, but it's not the scariest place. There are scarier places. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also have, there are beat cops, um, Cops on patrol, foot patrol right. now that yeah. um, are in that area. And a couple of Saturdays a month, two of them will come over, whatever, who's ever on. I don't know their names just yet, but we've had police come in their buddy system and pray on the corner with us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the women. In the minute we have left, Karamia, yeah. um, talk directly to someone who may have been in a spot you were in years ago, uh, addicted down and out, living on the street. Maybe they've got a transistor radio and they happen to be tuning into Radio Rotary. Tell them about the hope you found 
and how you you picked yourself up and give them that same kind of hope? Um, uh, my my hope came from the fact that there are actually decent human beings in the world, and um, that's how God shows Himself to me is through the people in my life, and that's who I've been called to be is that beacon. Uh, so if you've been there um, or you're in it. There is hope. There's hope, and I'm living proof of it. Um, I don't. I don't. I can't get my energy through this microphone yeah, enough right. to explain it because I'm a hugger, uh-huh. and I just want. I envelop people with love. I give yourself a chance. It can happen. We love you. It's doable. It's scary. It's frightening, but you don't have to go alone. And hands will be held for you. Karamia uh, Bakyoshi, again, give us the Facebook page for people who want to help you hug these people. It's facebook.com backslash hope on a mission, all small letters, and then home, H-O-A-M in caps at the end. Karamia Bakyoshi, thank you so much for everything you're doing to help the homeless. And thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. I mean, Jonah, this could be a whole series Absolutely. with this woman. So. And who do we have Hope to on thank? on a mission. And who do we have to thank for uh, sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional banks for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Hyde Park. Kinderhook Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Versey, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to ShelterboxUSA.org. That's ShelterboxUSA.org.